What's interesting about top clients is they're not necessarily the clients who pay you the most. Definitely clients who pay you the most could be top clients. And at other times, there are clients that pay you the most, but they're really difficult to deal with, or they drain a lot of resources away from the business. You work hard in your business. On the Profit by Design podcast, we ask the big question. What has your business done for you lately? Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Starling. I'm the business psychologist, the author of The Four-Week Vacation, and the How to Hire the Best series, as well as the founder of Tap the Potential, where we coach entrepreneurs like you to design sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. Because after all, we believe work supports life, not the other way around. Weekly on the Profit by Design podcast, we bring you tips, tools, and strategies from our own experiences and from the experiences of our guests who are entrepreneurial thought leaders and real life entrepreneurs, all to support you in making intentionally profitable and sustainable business decisions to live the lifestyle you desire. Profit Designers, the four-week vacation, the entrepreneur's ultimate guide to taking your life back from your business is now available. Go to fourweekvacation.com, grab a copy of the book, and be sure to follow the steps there to claim your bonuses. When you purchase the book, you are eligible to join me for my upcoming live training, the four-week vacation, better business, better life jumpstart. Plus, and you'll also get an invitation to an exclusive VIP closed door training with me to identify the true profit potential within your business. Just follow the steps at fourweekvacation.com. And I hope that the four week vacation book inspires you for what's possible. It's time to take your life back from your business. Hey there, Profit Designers. Welcome back to our three-part series on how to make your time worth $10,000 an hour. This episode is part two. If you have not listened to part one of the series, be sure to go back and listen to that. And also, I want you to know there is a workbook that accompanies the series, and it's going to be particularly important for today's episode that you are able to look at diagrams. If you're driving while you're listening to this, please do not look at diagrams. Download the workbook and look at those diagrams later. The workbook is available at tapthepotential.com forward slash 10K. So in the previous episode, I shared with you the $10,000 an hour mindset. And in our workbook that you can download, you will get the chart of the $10,000 an hour activities. I highly, highly, highly encourage you to print that chart out, laminate it if you can, and put it where you see it often. A lot of people like to put it right behind their laptop or their computer monitors and use it as a reminder to make sure that you are focusing on your high highest and most valuable contribution to the business when you're going to work in the business each day. 
So today I'm going to share with you such a golden nugget. It's a mind-blowing golden nugget, and the implications of it are so, so significant. I wish someone would have shared this with me when I started my business. It's something that can make all the difference in the world, and it's the secret to freeing up your time and having more money in your bank account, which is what we at Tap the Potential are all about. Our Tap the Potential solution is the guarantee path to designing a sustainably profitable business that gives you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. This is the golden nugget that so many of our clients that tap the potential are tapping into that is allowing them to have a much simpler business model, work with the top clients, the people that are a joy to work with, and be significantly more profitable. So before we go there, I want to walk you through understanding the difference between a $10 an hour activity versus a $10,000 an hour activity. So we're going to look at the chart of $10,000 an hour activities, and I want you to let your eyes scroll all the way to the bottom and look at the first column, which is a $10 an hour activity, and see that basic bookkeeping is listed as a $10 an hour activity with respect to the value that it creates in your business. The reason I'm picking on bookkeeping here is because I know so many of you are hanging on to your own bookkeeping for all kinds of reasons. Maybe you don't trust somebody to do it accurately. Maybe you are worried about oversights, mistakes that could happen, or you just feel like nobody else could do it. You're the only one who can do this in the business. Or maybe you think it's not that big a deal. It doesn't take me that much time. I'll just go ahead and do it myself. I hear this from so many business owners. And I know personally for me, bookkeeping was one of the last tasks I let go of in my business. But at the same time, it was also that activity that I would put off till Friday afternoon and it would keep me working late on Fridays to get it done because it's just not my personal strength or something I enjoy doing. But I felt like I needed, for some reason, it needed to be me doing it in the business. But the value that it creates in the business is really only worth about $10 an hour. And so think about that for yourself. If you're doing payroll, this is not your highest value contribution in the business. If you're entering invoices, reconciling bank accounts, this is not your highest value contribution in the business. If you look at call the next column over, which is a $100 an hour activity, struggling through a cash flow crisis in your business is worth about $100 an hour. It essentially keeps you in survival mode. It keeps you where you keep the doors open and you're just having to keep things going so you can meet payroll and be around for another day, week, or month. But you're not doing anything to move the business forward. And that's really critical. So when we're talking about a $10,000 an hour activity, it needs to move the business forward and drive growth and profitability and efficiency in the business. So a $1,000 an hour activity is reviewing your financial statements. And the value of that comes from you having more of a handle on what's going on financially in the business and starting to recognize where there may be things that are not working as well as they should, changes that need to be made so that the financial statements look healthier and healthier. So that's a valuable activity. However, it's not nearly as valuable 
as putting a system in place in your business that guarantees profitability going forward. So the Profit First system, implementing that, you'll see that listed as a $10,000 an hour activity on this chart. And so the beauty of implementing the Profit First system is that you're putting a system in place in your business that sets the business up to be profitable in multiple ways. So at the most basic level, when you have profit first in place, you are saying, I will pay myself first going forward. I will make sure that I as the owner get compensated. That's highly valuable because when you're laying awake at night worrying about cash flow in your business and if you're going to be able to pay yourself, you are not in a place, you're not in a frame of mind to make strategic decisions for the business. It keeps you in survival mode. So the profit first system guarantees that you as the owner are going to be taken care of. And that immediately elevates the strategic thinking that you're able to do for the rest of the business. The other way that Profit First creates so much value, though, is that it becomes a key performance indicator in your business. If you're not able to make the contributions to your different accounts like you need to be doing, it's that red flag warning that goes up in the business like, hey, something is wrong here. Pay attention. Adjustments need to be made. So it, it immediately puts guardrails in place in your business. So if you're someone who's been holding on to your own bookkeeping in your business, this is really a wake-up call for you. It's time to let that go, and I recommend strongly that you delegate your bookkeeping to a qualified Profit First bookkeeper. And the reason I emphasize this so much is that when I was doing my own bookkeeping and I handed it off to a qualified Profit First bookkeeper... I discovered multiple oversights and things that I had not been doing correctly that could have caused problems down the road. I hear this from our clients repeatedly when they finally bring on a bookkeeper as well. So a qualified Profit First bookkeeper not only is going to support you in implementing Profit First, they're going to take these $10 an hour activities off your plate and they are going to create significant value in your business because you're going to have accurate data in your accounting software that, and you need that accurate data to start doing the more strategic work that you're going to do with the financial reports that are generated. So this is an example of where you actually doing the work yourself could be reducing the value that's being delivered to the business. And it's much better to bring in somebody who's a professional and let them do this for you. I want to share that I recall a conversation that I had a couple of years back with one of our clients who was hanging on to payroll. Like this person had given up all the other bookkeeping activities and delegated those to a bookkeeper, but they continued to hang on to payroll. And the mindset that they were in around payroll is it doesn't take me that long to do it. I don't mind doing it. And that was no big deal until it was time for this person to take their four week vacation. So what had happened, what had been going on, they ran payroll every two weeks. So they had, they were able to take two weeks of vacation fully unplugged as long as it didn't interfere with payroll. But when it interfered with payroll, they would take their laptop with them on vacation just to run payroll. So imagine being on a fully unplugged two-week vacation, except for that one day that you have to remember to run payroll in your business. 
how miserable is it to have to come in from the beach or wherever you are on vacation having fun with your family to make sure that payroll gets run? Or if you're visiting something like Disney World and you have to say to your family, you know what, you guys can go for the full day, but I have to be back at two o'clock so I can run payroll in the business. Like there's just no reason to be doing that. And if you are hearing yourself in this example, whether it's payroll or any other activity that you've just decided, you know what, it's easy enough for me to do it. It's no big deal. Even if I go on vacation, I don't mind taking, you know, an hour or so away and going and doing this activity. It really is a big deal. It impacts the people that you're on vacation with and it impacts your mindset. So let go of these things in your business that where you are not making your highest value contribution. With respect to what happens for us mentally when we fully unplug, so many of these $10, $100, even $1,000 an hour activities need to be delegated to our team members so that we can take that time away and fully unplug. Because when we're on vacation, fully unplugged, that's when we're most likely to have these bolt from the blue ideas that are significant innovations that leapfrog our business forward. So now let's turn our attention to the big golden nugget. And I want you to really understand that this is a mind-blowing concept and it's very simple and it's a strategy that requires thoughtful implementation in your business. So my hope for you today is that you hear this and it raises your awareness of there being a different way to think strategically in your business about where you're focusing your time and energy and how to produce the greatest return on investment for yourself and for your team. And also understand that there is work ahead (laughs) to implement this and make it happen. It's not an overnight switch. It's a strategy and it requires that you have a clear, consistent focus going forward. So remember I said I'm a huge fan of the 80-20 principle. So I'm about to show you how to apply the 80-20 principle with respect to making your time worth $10,000 an hour and the impact that it can have in multiple areas of your business that ultimately impact your profitability. And it, when you apply this in your business, it can produce a dramatic turnaround in the course of about 12 months. And if you think about it, if we're talking about increasing your profit anywhere from 100 to 900% over the course of 12 months. That's a dramatic turnaround. And it's not just about increasing your profit. This strategy also leads to more time being freed up for you and having a business that you enjoy going to and working in every day. And I think for me, that's the greatest joy. So this strategy is grounded in understanding that your business, like every other business, has a sweet spot in it. The sweet spot of your business is that intersection of your top clients, your unique offering, and how you systematize that unique offering for your top clients. So in your workbook, there's a diagram of the sweet spot and you can see that intersection. And when you're working within the sweet spot of your business, your time is well worth $10,000 an hour. 
to figure out the sweet spot of your business, you need to know who your top clients are. You need to know what they value most about what you're delivering because that's part of your unique offering. And then you want to be thoughtful in systematizing so that they have a consistent, high quality experience with your business every single time. So What's interesting about top clients is they're not necessarily the clients who pay you the most. Definitely clients who pay you the most could be top clients. And at other times, there are clients that pay you the most, but they're really difficult to deal with or they drain a lot of resources away from the business. So as we talk about this, I want you to understand we're going to talk about it in very simplified terms and in terms of the revenue that top clients bring in. But there's complexity in identifying who your top clients are. When we bring clients into our Better Business, Better Life program at Tap the Potential, we walk you through several exercises that help you look at your top clients from the perspective of revenue brought into the business, as well as ease of doing business and alignment with your business's immutable laws. And what we really want to identify are those clients that bring in a lot of revenue to the business, align with your immutable laws, and they're a joy to work with. They're easy to do business with. Like if you or your team mess up, they allow you the grace to clean up the mistakes and make things better for them without beating you up or you know going on social media and blasting you everywhere. Those aren't top clients who do that, even if they pay you well. And so For the purpose of this exercise, though, we're just going to talk in terms of revenue. But please understand, I don't want you to just necessarily focus on your clients who bring in the most revenue without paying attention to these other factors because you can create a business. If you focus on clients and you just focus on the revenue that they bring in, you can create a business that's very miserable for yourself and your team to work in. So this is about just a basic understanding to begin with. So when we think about the 80-20 principle, 80-20 principle, when we apply it to time management, says that 20% of our efforts are responsible for 80% of the results that we get. 20% of our clients and customers are responsible for 80% of our revenue in the business. So when we're thinking about the value of our time, and we understand that we might be doing lots of given things in the business in a given week, but only 20% is really moving the business forward. If we can get better and better at identifying the 20% that makes a difference, we can become more effective with our time and we don't have to work all those hours. This is really key for understanding how to build a business that gives you your life back and allows you more time for what matters most in other parts of your life. And one of the ways to identify the 20% of your effort that's going to have the greatest impact is to understand that when you're working on the sweet spot of your business, these are the significant $10,000 an hour activities that have value and that will allow you to grow the business. But you don't have to work 40 hours a week on the sweet spot for that impact to happen. It can be done in a 25-hour week if you're highly intent and focused on those highest value activities. So now let's apply the 80-20 principle to our top clients. So if you have 20% of your top clients generating 80% of the revenue in your business and your business generates $1 million in revenue annually, 20% of your clients are likely responsible 
for $800,000 of that $1 million in revenue. And if you set a modest goal to increase revenue by 25% from the top 20% of your clients, and you're going to do this by delivering additional value because you are going to free up your time to focus on those top clients and what they care about most, your business will generate an additional $200,000 revenue annually for a total of $1 million. So just let this sink in for a minute. If you're doing $1 million in revenue, 20% of your clients are generating 80% of your revenue. This means 80% of your clients are generating 20% of your revenue. 20% of your revenue is $200,000. 80% of your clients are responsible for $200,000. You could be at choice to drop 80% of your clients If you identify who your top 20% clients are and you set out to deliver additional value so that they purchase additional services for you and or raise your prices so that they experience tremendous value and are more than happy to pay the higher price that you need to charge. This is such a key concept because it immediately puts you at choice to let go of your most difficult, challenging clients and customers. These clients and customers consume a lot of resources in our businesses. Time and again, I talk to business owners and they tell me about their service offerings where they have the most trouble and their clients and customers where they have the most trouble. And there are sometimes services that are being delivered that actually cost the business money to deliver the service that where the business is actually losing money or functioning in some way where there's another profitable part of the business and it's carrying the other part of the business that's losing money. So this is really important to start looking around in your own business and see where are the clients and customers who consume a lot of resources and they're difficult and challenging And what would it be like if we were to focus in on our top 20% that are responsible for 80% of the revenue and we were to decide, you know what, we want to serve them so well that we're able to increase the revenue from them over the course of the next year by 25%. That allows you to have a business that's much more simplified and likely more profitable. Because here's what I've noticed over the years is that When we have difficult clients and customers, it stretches our capacity. And a lot of times we feel like we need to hire more team members to deal with these more challenging clients and customers or this area of our business that's not well systematized and it has just a lot of chaos that goes on in it. And so we hire more team members. Well, payroll is the biggest expense in the business. So if we get really focused on our top 20% clients and customers, and we decide we're going to only the number of team that is necessary to serve them exceptionally well, typically that means we can get by with fewer members on our team. So we reduce our payroll. And now we're moving to more and more profitability. And this can happen in a very short period of time. This is why I say once you start utilizing the strategy in your business, you have to make multiple decisions going forward that align with this strategy. And that's where remembering the survival trap 
is so important because we want to be really clear on the outcome that we're working towards and make sure that all of our decisions are aligning with that outcome. And in the case of implementing the Tap the Potential solution, the outcome that we're working towards is having a business that gives us more time for what matters most and more money in our bank account than ever. It is not about growing the revenue of the business. That is not the main outcome. That may be a side effect and a very positive side effect of identifying the sweet spot, niching down around the sweet spot, only hiring team members to serve the sweet spot, and getting your systems in place because, yes, the revenue is going to grow, and it's going to grow in a more profitable way. But the overall focus is on growing the profitability of the business and your time for what matters most. That's what the Tap the Potential solution is aiming to grow for you. So if we think about the other piece of the Tap the Potential solution, where the 80-20 principle is woven in here yet again, step four of the Tap the Potential solution is to have a lean and mighty team hire the best. This means hiring A players. When you hire A players, they're going to be 900 to 1,200% more productive than warm body team members. So again, you need fewer of them. And the beauty of the step-by-step in the Tap the Potential Solution is the hiring piece comes after you have niched down around a clearly defined sweet spot. And I do this because I've noticed that a lot of times people will hire and they're hiring for unnecessary roles in the business because once we start getting rid of those more difficult clients and customers, you don't need as many team members. So it becomes much easier. And the other thing that happens and the way this all works together in this beautiful system is that when you have really great clients and customers, it's much easier to attract great team members because A players want to work with great people. And so you have narrowed the focus of your business where you have just the best people that you're interacting with and it makes it easier to attract A players. And One of the things that gets going is you're hiring team members who align with your immutable laws. You are attracting clients and customers who align with your immutable laws. Well, guess what? One of the reasons that I say A players hang together is because we come together around common core values, common immutable laws. So this allows you to have a business that's a joy to work in. You have your time freed up. You have really good, strong team members that you can count on, and you can count on them to take exceptional care of your clients and customers. Now, this type of transformation can start to happen in the course of a year, but to really see it through takes at least two years. And there's this this part that happens, and we call it the messy middle. I want to talk about that here because I don't want to oversimplify what to expect. There's going to be, it's hard to let go of clients and customers. There are lots of different ways to do it, and you don't have to do it all at once. We've had clients who have done it gradually. We've had clients who have just changed their responsiveness to the more difficult clients and customers, and they decided intentionally to be more responsive to the best clients and customers and take longer to get around to the more difficult clients and customers. And just through that change in behavior and attention, those more difficult clients and customers started to drop away. 
So there's that messy middle in there. And then the other area where we get into the messy middle is when it comes to letting go of team members, because you're going to recognize you don't need as many team members. So some who are no longer a good fit for how you are up-leveling the business. Because when you're focusing on the sweet spot, you're raising your standards, you're raising your expectations, you're learning how to become a better leader, and you're learning how to protect the business and the sweet spot of the business from those who are not a good fit. And that may be some of your current team members, and some of them might have been with you for a long time, but they're just not the right team for where you're going to head with the business. And I have seen really downtrodden, burned out business owners get the sweet spot clarified in the business and develop a very clear, compelling, vivid vision for how the business is going to grow. And all of a sudden, team members who had been a good fit and who had been a part of the business for years are recognizing they're not comfortable with the higher standards in the business, the higher levels of accountability, the higher levels of documentation, and they may fall off over time. But that creates that messy middle experience. And so as you take any business through a transformation, there are times where there's more pain and it feels really yucky. This is also where our gremlins come into play. Because the gremlins are the enemies of change. They like status quo. And so it's that self-talk that gets going in our head. And they may say things like, oh, you know, you had really big dreams and you had big ideas, but this isn't going to work for you. You need to go back to just doing the way it was, doing things the way they were. Give up. You know, your team members leaving is a sign that you're on the wrong path. And we have to remember we are on the right path because we are striving to serve clients and customers who value what we have to offer, who value our strengths as a team and as a company, and who have similar values as us. And we're also on the path to bring on team members who have similar values. So there's times where it's just going to be uncomfortable. And the gremlins come out when we're on the cusp of major change. And so I always say when the gremlins are the loudest, it's actually a really good sign because right around the corner is the major transformation and the breakthroughs that are about to happen. So I really want you, as you're listening to this, just get comfortable with the notion of trusting the process trusting that as you take your business through this type of transformation, there's something better on the other side because every small step forward is leading you to a business that gives you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. And the byproduct, the happy side effect, is a business that you really enjoy working in, going to work in. You have the freedom to be away from it. It no longer depends on you. These are the same steps that we take when we're helping our clients build a business where they can take a four-week vacation because you're putting team members in place who can handle the day-to-day operations of the business. You're putting systems in place so that the business can run smoothly and predictably whether you're there or not. So these are some of the happy side effects that happen from following the Tap the Potential Solution and setting your business up in this way. So now I want to just circle back briefly to the added value 
for your top clients and customers. A lot of times when we don't have a clearly defined sweet spot and we're trying to serve a wide variety of clients and customers, our energy and attention gets very diffuse and we get spread really thin. Our team gets spread really thin and we're kind of just in the survival mode. We're back on the survival, in the survival trap actually. And so we're not able to spend the time that we would like to spend serving our top clients and customers, much less having the mental space to think through what are all the other ways that we could be adding value for them or what are the simple things that we're already doing that maybe we're not capturing the value of and conveying that value to them. And so when you free up mental space by reducing the clients and customers that you serve, your team and you are going to have much more creativity to think about how to take really good care of your top clients and customers. So a fun brainstorming exercise is to try to think through 10 things that you could be doing for your top clients and customers if you had five more hours in your week. And then think through if your entire team, each team member had five more hours in the week to take care of top clients and customers, what impact would that have on the business? And that's where you start to recognize how much mental energy is going to taking care of those bottom 80% of clients and customers that are only responsible for 20% of the revenue. And the good news here is you don't have to get rid of 80% of your clients and customers. You could just choose to get rid of 20% of them and it would free up your time significantly and allow you to start thinking about how to add more value. And so the beauty of this is that you are always at choice. You get to decide how far you want to go in implementing this, but even taking a small step forward and implementing it starts to free up your time and it starts to free up your team's time to focus on the clients who value what you're doing the most. And that is so gratifying and so fulfilling. I want that for you. And I want you to embrace the awareness that that is a real possibility for you. In our next episode, which is part three of how to make your time worth $10,000 an hour, I'll be going more in depth about the importance of aligning your team members and getting them working from their strengths and how to talk to your team about making their time worth $10,000 an hour. Because it's not just about you, the business owner, working in your zone of genius. It's also about your team members being able to do that. So we'll get into that in the next episode. But for now, I want you to really just think about your ultra-valuable clients and customers. And if you were going to serve them better and come up with 10 ideas for how you could serve them better, think about the value of that on your business and the impact of that on your business. And finally... As we wrap up today, if you haven't taken our Better Business, Better Life assessment yet, I highly encourage you to do so. This gives you the opportunity to see the systems that you can work on in your business to free up your time and make your experience of running the business more fun, more enjoyable, and improve the quality of your life. So it's that very step towards how do I start taking my life back in my business? The Better Business, Better Life assessment shows you the very next steps you can take to do that. Go to tapthepotential.com forward slash assessment. 
Thank you for spending time with us today. Join our conversation in the Entrepreneurs Take Your Life Back Facebook community at tapthepotential.com forward slash group. Share your aha moments from today's episode, ask me questions, and join in on the fun with your fellow entrepreneurs on the journey to designing sustainably profitable businesses that give you more time for what matters most and more money in your bank account than ever. And finally, share today's episode with a friend if you know a friend who would enjoy it. This is real life business. Keep your chin up, keep moving forward. You got this. If you've gotten value from today's show, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you are a repeat listener of the podcast, know that we greatly appreciate you at Tap the Potential. And to that end, I have a request. Please consider leaving us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Our reviews help other entrepreneurs like you to find us. Be a part of our movement to help entrepreneurs take your life back from your business.